Good evening, this is Pamela, and you're listening to Watchmen on the Pod. We are going to begin a new book today. I have not read it, so I will be reading it in real time right along with you. Um, I have had this book for quite a while in my Kindle, and uh, I just never began to read it, actually. Um, I have been listening to this man's videos. I just started yesterday listening to him in order to get a feel, find out what's going on and stuff. Um, he kind of got goes along quite a bit with Charles China Kwai, which I was very impressed with. And then he also mentions quite a few of the older, old-time um, uh, Christians, believers, I should say, from in time past. Uh, Matthew Henry, John Gill, and a whole bunch of other people he mentions. And... Um, I appreciate those men also as well, and I like to read those commentaries. So anyway, he talks about in this book about the timeline for the book of Revelation. It's decoded, and as I said, I'm going to be reading this right along with you in real time here. I have not pre-read, and that's how I like to do things. I like to, you know, be just as shocked as you are as we go through so uh, without further ado, I'm going to read the foreword, and this book is entitled Revelation Timeline Decoded, Messiah's Apocalyptic Vision is a war manual that uses symbols and layers to hide the fulfillment. And this was written by, and I want to make sure I say his name correctly. Then again, I may not. You never know. His name is David Nico Wilcoxon. Okay, David and Nico or Nikayo Wilcoxon. Okay, and let's see, he published this book himself, and I will put the link in for you to purchase it. Or if you got Amazon Prime or anything like that, that I've got um, right now, it is free on Kindle. Um, myself personally. Whenever I read books, which, you know, I do it often, all the time, um, I highly recommend that if you can afford to get one of these books and follow along, uh, do so. Do so. Because, you know, we are fallible creatures. We are not infallible like God. So sometimes I get so excited when I'm reading, I could be like, you know, skip a whole sentence and I even realize it, you know. Sometimes I do that. It's just crazy because, you know, I'm human. So, anyway, here we go. This is the foreword. David Nikoa Wilcoxon. And it is Revelation Timeline Decoded. Messiah's apocalyptic or apocalyptic vision is a word manual that uses symbols and layers to hide the fulfillment. Foreword. The great theologians of the 16th through the 19th century taught the same core concepts that I give in this book. It's only during the last century that the enemy's false explanations have become accepted by the saints. In this book, I often cite Henry, Henry Grayton Guinness, who wrote The Approaching End of the Age, 1881, Romanism and the Reformation, 1887, Light for the Last Days, 1888, Key to the Apocalypse, 1899, and History Unveils Prophecy, 1906. Those books, I'm going to look them up, see if I could purchase them myself. 
Um, he is one of my heroes of the faith as he helped me to see the truth about the glorious fulfillment of Messiah's uh, apocalyptic vision. He wrote books to counter the futuristic prophecy fulfillment explanations which were starting to take hold among the saints. In the approaching end of the age, Guinness says, The views thus thoughtlessly imparted and thoughtlessly received are yet firmly held, for mental habits are strong. That which we have always heard and supposed to be true, that which most people appear to hold as true, assumes the authority of a certain truth in the mind, and the moment it is attacked, prejudice rises in arms to defend it. Guinnesses would be appalled at how effective the enemy has been since his day. I stand on his shoulders to bring his words back to life for the end time saints to read. When you read this comment, you'll see why. One minute. <coughs> okay, sorry, I had to have a drink. All right. Ice Elliot, who wrote Horae Apocalyptic. 1844, which means Hours with the Apocalypse, the most elaborate work ever produced on Revelation. 10,000 invaluable resources are references, but trust it's 2,500 pages. I reference Roman Empire Authority Edward Gibbon, who wrote the epic six-volume The History of the Decline and Fall of the Roman Empire, 1776. He was not a believer, but he was used to document what took place in the Roman Empire, which amazingly aligns with what took place from the first seal through the sixth trumpet. Here's a list of Bible commentaries that were written by esteemed theologians. Their extensive writings give profound insight into the fulfillment of prophecy. They expounded on scriptural truth to prove the historical fulfillment of prophecy without the enemy's deceptions clouding their minds. They don't all agree on every prophecy, but they have the same historical narrative. Albert Barnes, love him. Notes on the whole Bible. Albert Barnes, 1798 to 1870, an American theologian, graduated from Hamington College, Clinton, New York, and Princeton Theological Seminary. Of the well-known notes on the whole Bible, it is said that more than a million volumes had been issued by 1870. You got to think now, guys. There's no internet. There's none of that business going on whatsoever. That is phenomenal. To me, that's amazing. That's God. Adam Clark commentary. Adam Clark, 1760 to 1832, was a British Methodist theologian and biblical scholar. He is chiefly remembered for writing a commentary on the Bible, which took him 40 years to, com to complete and was a primary theological resource for two centuries, consisting of six volumes of nearly 1,000 pages each. It was considered the most comprehensive commentary on the Bible ever prepared by one man. Wow. The Geneva Study Bible. I have one. <laughs> 
The margin notes are authored by John Calvin, John Knox, Miles Coverdale, and other Reformation leaders. Owing to the commentary and the translation's superior quality, the Geneva Bible became the most widely read and influential English Bible of the 16th and 17th century. Jameson Fawcett Brown Commentary. Love that one too. This one volume commentary was prepared by Robert Jameson, A.R. Fawcett, and David Brown and published in 1871. John Gill's Exposition or Exposition of the Whole Bible. John Gill, 1697. I did not know he was that old. I really did not. I've been reading him forever, it seems like. Hmm. And 1771 was an English Baptist pastor for 51 years and biblical scholar. His expo exposition on the New Testament in his three volumes and his exposition on the Old Testament is in six volumes. Joseph Benson's commentary on Revelation. Joseph Benson, Benson, 1749 to 1821, was one of the most eminent early Methodist ministers in England. John Wesley appointed him a classical master of Kingswood School. He devoted himself closely to philosophy and theology, studying constantly and zealously. Matthew Poole's English Annotations on the Holy Bible. Matthew Poole, 1624 to 1679, was an English nonconformist theologian. His English Annotations on the Holy Bible, a work completed by several of his nonconformist brethren, was published in two volumes. The People's New Testament by Barton Johnson. B.W. Johnson wrote this work for the Nova student to help them understand every verse. He also wrote Vision of the Ages, Lectures on the Apocalypse in 1881. The Public Commentary. Written in the 19th century, it consists of 23 volumes with 22,000 pages and 95,000 entries. The pulpit commentary drew from over 100 authors over a 30-year span to assemble this conservative and trustworthy homiletical commentary set. There are more commentaries from esteemed theologians of the 16th to the 19th century, but that gives a sample of their work. They taught a very different explanation of the fulfillment of Revelation than what is given by pastors today. The enemy has created many prophecy fulfillment deceptions to fool the end-time saints and to hide the identity of the Antichrist beast and the false prophet. I provide explanations of the revelation prophecies and then add commentaries from theologians which give more information. Some of the explanations are redundant, but that's a good thing as it helps us comprehend the truth about the fulfillment. I cite references on quotes, but not on the commentary from these theologians. Read their books. Yes. You may think that you already know the fulfillment of the prophecies in Revelation, but my friend, the enemy has worked hard to deceive us. Please put aside any preconceived notions. I'm not asking you to be empty-minded, but I hope that you will be open-minded. I pray that your goal is to seek the truth, not to defend a belief. As your brother in Messiah, I'm lovingly admonishing you to read the whole explanation, compare it to scripture, and pray about it. The saints who have gone 
before us taught the historical fulfillment explanations, but the enemy has pushed their witness aside to hide the truth. I pray for a great awakening in these times to bring their testimony back to life, to expose the deceptions of the enemy, and set the captives free. Praise God. Now, I am going to put a little tidbit in there. I have told you before about this, and I'm just going to push it again because to me it is so very important and extremely imperative. <clears throat> I use eSword. If I'm not buying books, and I do prefer to buy literally have actual books in my hand, I do prefer that. Like uh, I got China Quiet, I got that Jesse Penn Lewis, and I've got so many books. It's not even funny. I love books. I just love books. But um, if, if you cannot afford it or anything like that, go to esword.org, okay? Not .com, but I believe it's .org. That is a free Bible, um, what, what are these called? App? Is that what it's called, an app? And on there, right now I'm looking at it, and this is what I've got on there. And this is all free, brothers and sisters, okay? It is all free. If you have space on your phone, they have a phone app. If you have, you know, a laptop or a computer at home, a personal computer, whatever they call those things, um, download it. It's free. If you've got the, the um, memory, I, I really, really recommend it. This is what I've got for free, okay, on this app. And these are the commentaries. Okay, I've got the Treasury of David, the TSK cross-references, Vincent's Word Studies, John Wesley, Summarized Bible, Sermon Bible. I have C.I. Schofield, which I don't care for at all because I don't agree with him at all. I don't even go to it. I probably should just remove him completely, but I haven't. Chuck Smith, Preacher's Homolectical, Popular New Testament, Pulpit, Robertson's Word Pictures, King Comments in L, Paul Kretzman, Alexander McLaren, F.B. Meyer, M.H.C.C., Jameson Fawcett Brown, B.W. Johnson, Keel and Delizic, Robert Hawker, George Hayduck, Matthew Henry, and I also have Matthew Henry's book. I do enjoy that quite a bit. I mean, I agree with him completely, but I do enjoy some of it, you know. Um, Geneva, or Geneva. John Gill, great text. David Guzik, David Guzik, and that's, I think, in Spanish. Um, Cambridge Bible, Adam Clark, John Darby, Expositor's Bible, Albert Barnes, Joseph Benson. I really enjoyed Joseph Benson a lot, too. Biblical um, Illustrator and E.W. Bollinger. Okay, that's just the commentaries that I have for free. Okay, and this is on esword.org. Don't forget it. Now, I've got dictionaries in order to look up, you know, um, what each word means in Greek, Hebrew, whatever. I believe Latin's in here too, if I'm not mistaken. I could be, I, I'm not positive. But I got ISBE, Nave, RMAC, Schofield, again, which I don't use, Smith, Tory, TS 2009 Notes, Webster, Cyclopedia, Easton, Fawcett, Hastings, Hawker, Hitchcock, Brown Driver Briggs, I like that one. KJC Mounts Strong and Thayer, okay? And that is all the dictionaries that I got. There are biblical dictionaries and then just like regular old Webster here. But it's not regular old Webster because it's 1828 Webster dictionary, which is pretty pretty 
cool, I think. Pretty neat. Okay, then the Bibles that I have downloaded for free. Okay, these are free, guys. Remember this. Um, let's see. There's so many abbreviations, I'm not sure. The Passion Translation, I do not use at all. I do not agree with it. Um, the Scripture, 2009, World English Bible, World English Bible with the Apocrypha, Webster, Weymouth, Williams, Young's Literal Translation, uh, and then you got, you know, keys, buttons that compare or parallel, so you can compare all of them at the same time if you want to. Um, KJV Plus, which is um, that, and that's got the Strong's number, so you can look it up. The KJV 1611, the KJVA, which is with the Apocrypha, the KJV um, BRG Bible, I'm not exactly sure what that is, uh, the Lexingham English Bible, Literal Translation of the Holy Bible, Literal Standard Version, uh, Modern King James Version, Mur James Murdoch New Testament, Numeric English New Testament, Revised Version, Tree of Life Version. I haven't used a lot of these. I've never even looked at them, but I got them. God's Word. Um, I got it in the Hebrew. And that is Hebrew New Testament, Dalman, Desilic, or whatever. And let's see if I can even understand. Let's see if it's in actual Hebrew. And that's all oh, that's only supposed to be. Let me look here. Because like I said, some of these I don't even go to. I just don't, you know. Yeah, not being rude. It's just I don't have any need to. So Timothy. And this is the Hebrew New Testament. And it, it yes, it is in Hebrew, so I can't read it anyway. Um Hebrew Old Testament, Old Testament plus with Strong's Word, International Standard Version, uh, Jewish Publication Society, Old Testament, KJV, the Greek text, and that is in Greek. Um, that's in Greek too. It's all Greek to me. Okay, English Standard Version, English Standard Version with notes, the Geneva Bible, the Good News Bible, the Greek Apostolic Bible Polyglot. I really enjoy that very much just to let you know but it is in Greek uh, the Greek New Testament um, and then I have the Apostolic Bible Polyglot with Strong's numbers and it's in English and I do read that often a faithful version an American Standard Version uh, Bible in basic English Bishop's Bible Brenton Septuagint that's only Old Testament I really do like that a lot um, the Eth Sefer Bible the Contemporary English Bible Version, Darby Bible, and Doan Reams Bible, and EMTV. I don't read Darby. I don't agree with Darby. Uh, I believe that's who it was. Yeah, Darby, he's the one that first, when he didn't first, the Jesuits started it, but Darby, you know, ran with it. And then after Darby, Schofield got his hands on it and made it all popular, you know, that false doctrine about the pre-tribulation rapture. So, anyway. Then I have certain tools. I have got uh, Bible readings, daily devotionals, prayer requests, scripture memory, graphic viewer. I've got sermon audio on here. And these are all free. So I'm just telling you, if you can, seriously, I got maps on here. You would not believe all this stuff. And it is for free. Get it while you can. Get it downloaded. Because you don't need the internet in order to use this, once you download it on your computer, it's on your computer. Seriously, not even kidding. It's free. So if you have room, I would really highly suggest you get it.
Now, I'm going to stop that there. That's more me talking, babbling, going on. But I want, I want you to get the resources that you need in order to follow, you know, our brother David Wilkinson or Wilcoxon. And, uh, just, you know, follow him along. Follow. I'm th that's what it's all about. It is all about us following him and seeing and asking the Father to open our eyes so we can see. Give us the understanding. Get rid of any preconceived notions that we already have concerning, you know, the book of Revelation, concerning the book of Daniel. And... Let's just, you know, learn. Let's just learn. So if you can, go and uh, download esword.com. Get every free bit of material you possibly can on there. And then they have updates too. I've updated mine because, I mean, I just thoroughly enjoy it. You know, it, you know, if you can't do that and if you can afford, you know, actual books or whatever, get them, get them. Like I said, I've gotten Matthew Henry. You can go to, like, you know, bookstores, you know, used bookstores. You can get them usually pretty cheap. I like uh, the Thrift Bookstore. I get some books off that, but more I get it off Abe Books, and I really, I get great deals, great deals on that. I do get a lot of books. I enjoy my books very, very much. Okay. I love you all. Keep your eyes on Jesus, brothers and sisters. Your nose in the book, which is the Word of God, and embed the Word of God upon the tablets of your hearts so you will not sin against God or be deceived. Until next time, we're going to start with the introduction. I'm very excited about it. I hope that you are too. Be blessed.